Welcome to Kings of the North, NFC North podcast. Focuses on the Vikings and the Packers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's been a while, gentlemen. Let me uh, introduce uh, our, our hosts here. We've got, representing the Vikings, we have Professor Pigskin. Uh, it has been a while, Rob. It's been a while since the Packers won. Wow. Already. Already with the insults. That was what? Barely made it 15 seconds. Had to kick you while you're down. Hey, I'm riding high, baby. That's right. And uh, representing the Green Bay Packers, we have the Beefcake. They're just uh, storing up their grit, I believe, Rob, is what's going on. Uh, Grit Reservoir is currently... Oh, it is already overflowing, and we've got a whole week to to continue to pile it on. A quarry full, if you will. From adversity comes grit. I think that's the equation. There's a lot of adversity. And joining us this week um, is a very special, very special uh, friend of ours. Um, Emphasis on special. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, beefcake. It's the Fairweather fanboy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's finally a year that I can care about, right? The Vikings are doing all right, and I started to care about the Vikings for the first time in my entire football career, right? It's good. Welcome on to the bandwagon, baby. The more the merrier. That's right. Well, we appreciate your uh, upfront nature about being uh, being a bandwagoner, but I think you're right at this point. The more the merrier. I Take would, them where you can get them. I would heavily disagree. I mean, I think you made the exact wrong choice. You could literally go with any other team. Any over. Well, except for obviously the Bears. Oh, but. okay. All right. <laughs> you seem, obviously. seem bitter this week. I can already sense that in you, Beefcake, and... Uh, and let's find out why. Why? Uh, let's uh, go to the water cooler and talk about this week's games. Uh, we are going to start off with the Vikings. Um, kind of a different game. Um, game that uh, mostly defensive, but a lot of good special teams. Obviously, the it's good to have a good kicking game, given the Vikings' uh, recent issues with that. So it's good to have a kicker kind of get into his rhythm. But I don't know what uh, you're talking about, Professor. Um, why don't you uh, diagnose this week's game? <clears throat> well, Rob, the professor was at U.S. Bank Stadium this past Sunday, and all he could see on the field was a purple haze. Not just because of the blazing fast Vikings defense, but also because tailgating started four hours before kickoff. Joe Flacco was also seeing a purple haze, as the Vikings defense kept singing to each other, Excuse me while I hit this guy, to the tune of five sacks and only 208 yards of total offense. Corny. Meanwhile, Akai, don't drop your hairdryer in the four bath, kicked not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six, yes, six field goals on the day, earning him NFC Special Teams Player of the Week award, and sending the Baltimore Ravens back, 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 back to Baltimore. After such a dominant victory, the rest of the league is asking, when will the Vikings lose another game? Dot, quoth the professor. Nevermore. They'll probably lose a game when they play an actual team. I, are we really bragging this much about a victory over the Falcons? <laughs> or not the Falcons, the Ravens? Uh, what you'll learn eventually, uh, Fairweather, is that you take the high times when you can get them and you hold on with all your might because they're going to slip away. Yeah, I will I, I will actually agree with uh, the professor on this one. You know, Anytime you get to beat an elite quarterback, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely something you have to ride high on. Super Bowl winning. S- Super Bowl <laughs> winning elite Quarterback Joe Flacco. That's right. That's right. We brought him down to earth. <laughs> I would, bef- before we get into this, I would just like to s- 
say uh, congratulations on the six field goals uh, that were made. Thank you. Um, I like this idea that the Vikings are using up all of their field goals early in the year. <laughs> I think there's so a that, amount. Oh, well, with Minnesota, absolutely there is because, yeah, you know, you'll get to that wild card game. Well, averages. You, oh, clearly. I mean, you, you get to the wild card game when you really it's need it. It's a law. I mean, I guess however field goals Gary Anderson made was the amount, and, like, you can't make more than that. Exactly. That was, whatever that number was is the cap. Yeah, it's like 35 or something oh, like that. Man, Just <laughs> Professor, let me ask you this, though. Your, your uh, affection for Case Race Keenum has been well documented on That's this right. podcast. Uh, That's you right. Can't, you, can't, you can't run from it. Uh, as much as like you, you must be impressed by Kai Forbath, um, were you a little bit disappointed in this week's offense? And do you really think that let, – let's say that the Vikings make the playoffs. Case Keenum, is he going to lead them deep into uh, into, uh, into the <laughs> NFC you know, NFC championship game or the Super Bowl? Is he going to lead them? Well, I can answer Professor, this. Professor, answer that. I can answer this myself, or I could defer this question to Dennis Green. But they are who we thought they were. All right, so Case Keenum is who I thought you he was. You can't rely on him every time. He is who I thought he was. Um, he could be better. He misses some throws. Uh, he's not perfect, but here's what Case does. He doesn't make big mistakes. You know, he, he avoids interceptions. He avoids the big sack. He's, he's a game manager, and, you know, sometimes when you have an elite defense like the Vikings do, a game manager is all you need. Yeah, and when you, uh, you know, take, a, take all the opposing quarterbacks out, you're right. That, that is kind of how you win these games. Like when you take out the Vikings' top two quarterbacks, uh, you still win the games with your third-string quarterback. I agree, yes. Yeah, we do have the best backup quarterback in the league. I think that's easy, easy enough to say. Yeah, Case Race Keenum, best backup quarterback in the league. I I agree with Fairweather fan. I think he's got it, the, the gist of it. He cl- sees football very clearly, Beefcake, a little more clearly than you, me thinks. He, he got Treadwell involved. No one's been able to do that since he's been drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a, him that one. Well, I'm going to defend the Beefcake a, a little bit. It's a very difficult thing to quantify with so many. You, I mean, can't, you can't quantify heart. You really can't. And uh, I, I think we'll see it as this. It's an intangible. It's an intangible, and we'll see as the season goes on. You know, the, the cream always rises to the crop. Uh to the close top. Enough. Yeah, close enough. Uh, <laughs> like I said, intangible. You get the gist of it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's talk about you – know, let's go to the awards segment. Um, professor, give out uh, this week's uh, grades and awards. Okay. Well, I have to give the Teacher's Pet Award to, well, frankly, the entire Vikings defense. Oh, at, dear at, Lord. at this point, Everson Griffin, Linval Joseph, Anthony Byer, Xavier Rhodes, and – and uh, Harrison Smith, they should all be in the all-pro first-team NFL defense. They're just elite. The Ravens only got into the red zone once, the last drive of the game. Uh, Ravens. Th- yeah, they're carrying the, the <laughs> Joe Flacco-led Ravens. All right, They're carrying a team with this third-string running, third-string quarterback. It's missing the starting running back, missing the starting wide receiver. They're just carrying this team. Uh, much like the early 2000 Ravens did, carry, elite defense carrying a game-manager quarterback, me thinks the Vikings shall do the same. So the teacher's pet award goes to the Vikings defense. It's, is Sandejo a part of that? He took, uh, he took out their, their main target, first play of the game, right? It, see, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, just win, baby. That's, um, <laughs> just just win, win, right? That's all part of being an elite defense. And you know what, um, Fairweather? That, <laughs> cheating? That, cheating is part oh, – you heard it right here, folks. Cheating is part of being an elite defense. Not cheating. Playing Bad, bad tackling. Bad tackling. Football. <laughs> and that segues nicely into my dunce cap award, which goes to Roger Goodell uh, for upholding what? this – Atrocious, 
ridiculous, erroneous suspension on Andrew Sinte, who, who just made a good, gritty football guy play, which 20 years ago would have been celebrated, but Nelson Skidell's ruined the league with his, you know, pansy rules and stuff, and taking rid of smash-mouth football <laughs> yeah. like Andrew Sinte. Here's the thing. He's not a high-played player. He's not a big superstar. He's right. a blue-collar, lunch-pail player. He doesn't make mm-hmm. a lot of money. He misses a part of his game check. He doesn't get to go to London. Mm-hmm. All because of this injustice, it is absurd. This is the second time this year that Sandejo has been either fined or suspended, right? Yes, that's you, right. Clearly, Goodell has it out for him. This clean player <laughs> no, who just plays. You, you are right in that, in that Goodell definitely has it out for Andrew Sandejo because I think we can all agree that... Um, he needs to uh, learn how to tackle. Well, he needs to learn how to tackle, but let's be honest. Uh, Goodell certainly doesn't pl- plays favorites because otherwise Anthony Barr should be out of the league for Whoa. multiple years. Whoa. That was, the, that was we one all of the saw cleanest what hits We I've all ever saw seen. what happened. We all saw what happened. Yeah, Smash. he rolled over Aaron Rodgers. Smash mouth football. <laughs> it's too bad his mom can't get the better for him. <sighs> bar's back, baby. Yeah, bar's right. back. The bar exam. <laughs> bar exam. <laughs> that would be a good that would be a good uh, a good celebration. Uh, oh, yeah, he like, like that. he like puts like a little cap on and like pretends to take a test or something. Sure, I do like that. Oh, that would nice. be good. <laughs> Maybe, maybe tweet that. Maybe, maybe the uh, professor could administer it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get away from the professor right now. Um, let's go over to uh, Packers. Um, disappointing week. Beefcake, talk about it. Well, Rob, I'll tell you this. The rookie phenom Aaron Jones did his best all day to put the team on his shoulders, but even he could not stop Breeze's and his saintly disciples on Sunday, the Lord's Day. (laughs) After two early picks, the future Hall of Famer put on a clinic and showed that even incredible, legendary, nay, perfect teams will fall before a Hall of Fame quarterback. Brett Hundley put on a mostly forgettable performance in the first start, but showed grit and athleticism running towards the goal line and threw Kenny Vaccaro for his touchdown. (laughs) Unfortunately, the second half was a different story as the Saints had their way, but... Obviously, the foundation has been led, and the grit overfloweth with Brett Hundley. New Orleans 26, Green Bay 17. What, uh, what are your takeaways from this week's game? Uh, the first, uh, one of the first tests, really, for a team that's struggling to find an identity since Aaron Rodgers went down. Well, you know, you always say that you can't, people always say your identity of the team doesn't come till uh, halfway through the year. And uh, obviously, it's going to take us some time to, uh, you know, put it's together. Crappy the identity. That <laughs> that, that's not an identity. Um, that um, no, it's uh, you know, we, we I saw a lot of really nice things that went on on the field. Um, obviously, some bad calls. Some uh, uh, the refs didn't help us at all. Of course, um, you know, do, the either. professor knows all about that. I'm sure. Yes, the refs um, uh, screwing us over. Yes. Uh. <laughs> But, uh, no, I thought I saw a lot of really positive things, which uh, actually leads me into my, uh, my first award. Uh, I'm going to give the Beefcake's Badass Award. Uh, it has to go to the rookie uh, running back, Aaron Jones. He put on 131 yards and a touchdown. I mean, the guy is just a beast. His, uh, his vision and his burst through the line is incredible. Um, and he's the start and the finish of, of this offense going forward, I Before think. we go any further, if the Beefcake Badass was like a trophy that you gave out, what would it look like? <laughs> it's a bicep. 
It's <laughs> just a huge bicep, a huge bicep with like <laughs> veins and stuff. And, oh yeah. And there's like a there's a tattoo with a you know the mom in the heart. Oh, a little barbed wire. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Tribal. <laughs> it's tribal. All of the above. Uh, did, did this guy, did Aaron Jones, play against the Vikings? I don't remember seeing him on the field um, that day. Uh, uh, he had some snaps. Yes, we'll, we'll just say that. <laughs> Well, anytime uh, your uh, Hall of Fame quarterback goes out, I believe you have to change the game plan a little bit. Sure, sure. Um, and and they'll continue to change the game plan as they find uh, Brett Hundley's strengths and weaknesses going forward. His weakness definitely is passing. Yeah, I was, was going to say that. <laughs> uh, Eighty-seven yards oh. in a professional football game. Oh, oh. man, like uh, I'm sorry, I forget about signing Colin Kaepernick. With those numbers, you can sign Christian Ponder. And oh. be okay. <laughs> wow. Christian Ponder Woo! can't he, he can't run for what eighty seven yards though I think he's nimble. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna do at least he does something well. I saw you know what I saw again we we talk about the intangibles Rob. We do and, often. Um, and let me tell you this guy's got him I, that the grit that he showed on that touchdown run going through the safety he he could have easily skirted out of bounds and and you know what I was skirt, thinking skirt, about skirt. this uh, Aaron Rodgers probably would have just run out of bounds there but no this kid. Mm. He, he obviously he's hungry. had – Oh, he's hungry. He wanted it more, I think. Um, but unfortunately, the better team did not win this week. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, looking forward, are you, are you thinking that week by week it's going to get better and better? It ha- oh, it, 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 it has to, I think. And that uh, – you know, obviously we have, a, we have a bye week this week, so it's a good time to kind of, you know, check yourself, uh, maybe see what we're looking at going forward, um, give Brett some extra study time and uh, – We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it one day at a time, as they like to say. Beef, beefcake. I want to bring something up, but I want to let you get to your your uh, doghouse first. Oh yeah. I don't want to see um, your thunder accidentally. Okay. Uh, I don't have a player to put in the doghouse. Imagine the doghouse statue is like uh, kind of Snoopy's doghouse. It's that's what I give yeah. it. Up. No, it's a giant doghouse that I shove a person in and like Kate and like lock the door and they have to spend the weekend in there. Light it on fire. <laughs> Um, no, I'm putting I'm putting the head coach Mike McCarthy oh. in the doghouse this week. Oh, calling for um, the coach's head! Wow. Well, if you after the after the game post game press conference, he uh, he he basically said, "Yeah, I, I didn't do a good enough job calling plays." Oh. Um, he obviously needs to learn uh, more of the quarterback strengths going forward. Sure, sure. Um, and yeah, he did not. I, I did not think the coach made good decisions. I thought. Uh, could have done some sort of surprise uh, fake punt, onside kick, oh, something to really you know yeah. get your team Always. going um, in a week where they maybe needed a little extra kick. It's like, hey Packers, let's be like the Bears, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. With a shitty quarterback. Boy, yeah. <laughs> things, have gotten, things have gotten bad for you if you're calling the Packers to be more like the Bears. You. Yeah. You're, you're deep in it. Uh, you were in denial last week. I don't know what phase it is now. It's, this, it's coping. It's not it's, coping. It's, no, it's a bargaining. He's bargaining. Oh, hey, oh, let's, yeah. be, let's be like the Bears. Bargaining. Bargaining. <laughs> bargaining. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Beefcake, I want to ask you about something. Okay. I want to ask you about the Packers' tickets, prices, and how they've dropped dramatically. I've heard that Green Bay Packer fans are you know, the best fan base in the NFL, but here they are turning on their team and just like, putting up their tickets for sale after Aaron Rodgers goes out. How do you feel? How do you respond to those types of allegations? Well, here's, 
You know, that's, that, that's a really good question, Professor, and it's one that uh, I'm actually taking full advantage of oh. uh, because my family and I are heading over in a couple of weeks oh. to see uh, the Green Bay Packers take on the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. Um, Wait a minute. Let me stop you right there. You're dodging the question. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm getting to the question. Uh, it's, it's a little plug here real quick. Hearsay. <laughs> no, I, it's, a, it's a fair question. Um, tough but fair. Tough but fair. You know, I, I think, uh, like you said, everybody's kind of going through those couple first stages of depression right now. But I think as you'll see, uh, as the um, as uh, the season goes on, we start piling up the wins. Uh, yeah, I know they'll come back. They're, they're, we've had uh, – Lambo has been sold out every year since 1960, and that includes the 70s and 80s, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Wow. All right. Well. I think I think you need a bye week, though. Don't we all? You mean a bye bye to the playoffs week? Ooh. That was last week's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a. You, uh, you're really taking a. You're really taking a beating this week so far, beefcake. Yeah, I stand, rightfully so. I stand with my team. It's nice to have fair That's weather right, fans on my back, unlike the fair weather fans who are Green Bay fans. All right. <laughs> all right. Very good. Well, before we before we move on, I I do want to go around the horn here and ask one question because this week um, the Vikings, they, they play an early game. A very early game. Oh, correct? Oh, I mean, it's a, what central yeah, time? It's, it's like what, like 8.30? 8.30 central. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously Minnesota fans, Green Bay fans, just NFC North fans in general, they do not need much of an excuse to drink. Um, and so what I thought we'd do is maybe go around the horn and just some tips as to good morning drinking practices. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah I like kind of well, tips. Uh, what you think are uh, in, well, in all the times that you've uh, drank in the morning, which I think this morning uh, most of you drank. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so I just want to say right so away. So just so we go around the horn and maybe give our thoughts on that. I have a life motto that says you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. So this question is very important to me. Yeah, I, I'll I'll second that. I'm I'm 100% on board with this. Um. Do you, do you mind if I start, Rob? Yeah. Okay. Please do. Okay. Um, so my, my big thing is I'm, I'm, I'm a big coffee guy. Um, I'm, I'm addicted. I need it. It's the lifeblood. Um, it's important to Might me. Might as well face it. <laughs> I'm addicted to grounds. Um, <laughs> for me, it's all about drinking with your coffee. So we're talking Irish coffee. Okay. Um, you know, maybe put a little Bailey's in there or something like that. That's that's how I start. And then you can switch to beer nice. and all that later. But just I want to get a couple cups in a coffee and, you know, just, just add a little little extra kick to it. It's a great way to start the day. Nice. Yeah, I really like uh, mimosas because you're, mm. you're popping up the champagne because yep, we're do. playing against the Browns this weekend. So I'm basically declaring victory. Yeah, already. yeah. <laughs> as long as no one's knees gets destroyed, which is a possibility. Yeah, oh, knock on wood. Yeah, knock, yeah. Uh, and and Diggs is starting hopefully. Yes, so, yes. I, I so like yeah. that. I so like start, that. Start celebrating yeah, early. Get the champagne going. Yeah. I like that. That's a good answer. Uh, I'll say that this question is very near and dear to my heart as I experienced it on Sunday. Uh, we, we, we all went to a wedding of friends of ours Saturday night, and then I went to the, the game to tailgate the next day. And I, I drank a lot at the wedding because, you know, that's what you do, and that's who I am, yeah. and that's what I believe in. But <laughs> So I woke up in the next morning, and I was, I was pretty hungover. You have to believe in something. I was pretty hungover. And I was at the point where it's like, you know when you don't know if you're hungry 
or if you like, you have to puke and you're, you're not sure which one you are. Yeah. And so what I did is I just cracked open a beer and drank it, and it felt way better. And so my morning drinking philosophy is like just fucking do it. Yeah. Like power through. Just do it. Yeah. Like even if you're like not sure about it, just drink. That it will never let you down. Sure. It. It's like any other. It's like working out, eating right. Sometimes you just have to grind your teeth sure. and just do yeah, it. Yeah, just drink, baby. Yep. Just drink, baby. Yep. <laughs> Official you, motto of this podcast. If you want to make it a habit, <laughs> you know, drinking in the morning, you know, you have to sometimes. Some, you're not always going to want to do it. <laughs> but I it, think it, that's, that's your message, it right? Will, it will never let you down, though. Like, it's hard to start, but once you get going, it always rewards you. So always. you're saying that when, first set is the hardest. when your mind and your body is telling you not to drink... <laughs> Ignore you it. should drink. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, the professor uh, says. Well, I think with that, we'll we'll end with that. Uh, that's a good way to cap off the segment. Is just you know unrelenting yeah, drinking. Yeah, you're right. Well, when we come back, we are going to venture into the bar. Woo. All this talk about drinking Thank has gotten God. us thirsty. Yeah, that's a great segment. Uh, so we're definitely going to hit up the bar. Stay with us on Kings of the North. Welcome back to the Kings of the North. We're here with Professor Pigskin. Woo! We're also here with the Beefcake. Mm-hmm. And joining us this week, very special guest, Fairweather Fanboy. It's a good time to be a Vikings fan yes, sir. for now. <laughs> for now? That's right. <laughs> it's a week-to-week proposition. <laughs> he leaves his options open. I, I envy you. The ability to quit this team is something to think about all the I'm time. I'm Rob with an H. Um... Now we're going to uh, do one of our favorite our favorite pastimes every Easily. week. Easily. It's always fun to go to the bar. Uh, always fun. And we've uh, ordered some pretty interesting drinks these last... Uh, already this season, the drinks have been crazy. So uh, let's go down to our local neighborhood bar. Wow. Wow. You gotta phone me one here. Professor uh, decided to pregame before going to the bar and uh, his beer is foaming over. But he handled it like a champ. Because he's done that a bunch of times before. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, let's go to the bar and let's order our drinks. Uh, bartender's waiting for us. Um, professor, you just shotgunned that beer. Wow. Really calm the nerves. Up, you are really in a good mood this week. Um, why don't you order up your first drink? All right. My first drink goes out uh, to Brett Hundley. I'm going to get him a beer. Uh, this is a beer called Four Stroke. And it is to commemorate his uh, first Lambo leaf slash getting jacked off by a Pakistan. <laughs> uh, go back and watch the video. He does. He jumps in the fan, and some person just grabs him in the um, in the private area, the nether regions, say, the nethers, uh, the jockstrap old region, and uh, gives him a little something, something lets him know, hey, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Packers fans are so desperate that they're just going to resort to like you know grabbing dudes' junks after touchdown. So uh, first drink goes to you, Brett. Just win, baby. Just massaging his groin, you know? You, yeah. You, you worry about those groin injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want to stuff on digs it up. You're right. <laughs> yeah, keep it loose and limber. It's very likely that, that uh, the person who uh, violated him was, uh, was a partial owner. Oh, I yes. I, I, I guarantee it. I guarantee so it. it was just the aren't, they, right. aren't they given some right to you know interact with the players on a higher level? Yeah, I, I just never thought about that before, uh, Rob. Just, just a, a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> All, right. All right, very good. 
Uh, well, I'm sure Brett will appreciate that. You know. Um, let's see you, Brett. Let's go to the Fairweather Fanboy. You're thirsty. What's your drink? All right, my first drink. I'm gonna buy a shot of 151 Ooh. for Brett, H- Brett Hundley oh. and Mitch Trubinsky because Ooh. neither of them uh, threw for over 151 yards. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Brett Hundley, that's 87 good. yards. Trubinsky, 105, 70 of which came on one throw. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I think they need to to oh, step it man. up and actually be quarterbacks in the NFL here. Wow. So oh, uh, I think the bare minimum is 150 yards. The, so let's see if they the can do bare it. Bare minimum. The bare minimum. Like that. God, that's a great drink order right there. Nice. <laughs> Welcome minimum. to the show, baby. <laughs> I'm already thirsty thinking about it. All right, beefcake, your first round. I'm gonna round it out here and send one more drink over to Brett Hundley. Um, <laughs> all three drinks wow. are going Let's to Brett. Let's get wasted. <laughs> He's definitely on everyone's mind this yeah. week. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna give him a nice uh, cold. Uh, case of Milwaukee's best. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it's time to learn from the best, Brett. And obviously, the best Brett enjoyed Milwaukee's best. <laughs> he had a tough game. He can learn. Uh, he can do well to learn from the best. Uh, oh, Brett man. Favre obviously enjoyed this classic oh, Wisconsin beer. Uh, it's time to take the week off. He's a no frills kind of guy. No frills. You know, high motor, high energy. Yeah. Uh, Good character, good locker room guy for sure. That's right. Um, take the week off. Learn from the old bet by drinking heavily, because that's the key to performing well in the frozen tundra. Uh, become one of us, Brett. Drink old Milwaukee. Can I, can I just say that when you said you're giving him a case we could learn from the best, I assumed you're talking about case race. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was shocked to hear you say Brett Favre. Just shocked. <laughs> No, uh, I, we'll, we'll start him out with a case. I'm sorry. I want to go to, to uh, Fairweather's drink really quickly. Can we just talk about how hard Bears fans must have got to win a football game with a quarterback only completing four passes? Like, that's smash mouth Bears and football. And not only just completing uh, four, four passes, but only attempting, what, like seven? Seven, seven yeah. passes. There's yeah, so many, like, like six-year-old, like, fat white dudes in Chicago who got, like, rock hard. Their dicks are as hard as their, like, arteries right now. Well, they it's, were up 14 nothing within before Trubinsky had a chance to fuck up the game. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like to just, think. Smash mouth bear football. Bah, 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 bah. I like to think that Mike. Pull of sausage being amongst them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I right. like to think that Ditka was like watching and like all of his veins just like simultaneously popped all together. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I, I should have sure got that Ditka in earlier. Appreciate it. I had to get that. That's in. nice. That's all nice. Right. Uh, Professor Pigskin, you've already uh, sent your first drink. What's your second? All right. I got a. Um, I'm sticking with beer for now. You know, beer before liquor. Never sicker or something. I don't know. Um, it's all the same. You're no poet. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> uh, never more. And uh, Joe Thomas is getting a drink. Ooh, uh, he deserves one. He's getting a streak breaker IPA. As you know, Joe Thomas just lost his streak of 10,363 consecutive snaps played. Uh, an enormous amount of snaps. That's insane. Insane. It's crazy to think. Uh, and he broke it by he he got injured last week. He's not going to be able to play again uh, for the rest of the year. So this the streak is broken. Although. I suspect it was broken on purpose because Joe Thomas was afraid, afraid of playing Everson Griffin this weekend. <laughs> oh knew he was going to get beat, so Lord. he intentionally got injured to ruin his streak of snaps played to avoid Everson Griffin. You heard it here first. The professor says so. No one's afraid of Everson Griffin. Quarterbacks are. <laughs> Not your first Everson Griffin conspiracy theory. <laughs> won't be my last. No, it won't. They're all over the place. All right, very good. Let's uh, go over to uh, Fairweather Fanboy, your second drink. All right, my second drink. I'm going to send uh, a white wine spritzer to Matthew Stafford. Ooh. Right? Because like white wine spritzers, you have to drink 
for at least three quarters before they start to work. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Stafford uh, is not only shows man. up in the fourth quarter unless he's hobbled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I love. I love that you take the Lions had a bye week, but you like I, this is my one chance to get a Stafford shot, and I got to go yeah, for it. Yeah, I had to do it before he, he's going to show up next week, and the, without Golden Tate, and still actually destroy yeah, yeah. somebody. Take your shot, yeah, you got it. I like that. That's incredible. I Nicely that. done. I like it. I like it too. All right, uh, Beefcake, you're only getting two drinks this week because uh, I don't know you're a little glum. Uh, so, uh, what's your second trick? Well, you know, I'm really making this second drink count. Um, I'm going to get something for. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns this week. I'm going to give them, uh, you know, obviously uh, they're going to be playing in London, so I think it's important to embrace the culture and uh, embrace me a little bit because they're, I'm giving them a beef eater dry gin oh. bottle. Uh, drink the whole bottle. They better drink it. Um, it's it's important. You want to channel. Before the game? Before the game, during the game, and after the game. Just constantly be drinking uh, gin. Beef eater. Beef eater gin. Um they got to pound the living shit out of the Vikings this week. Um, and let me tell you, I'll be drinking with you 8.30 a.m. Oh, Central time, I'll be there. Be there, be square. Um, and I'm going to get really violently drunk like I expect them to do. Um, and, like, just destroy this despicable and pathetic team. Like, just batter them into a pulp. Your Vikings schadenfreude is not No! There are a couple – there are a few – Specific instances, but no, it's it's been a long time since I've been this this uh, angsty towards Vikings. Yeah, you're really irritable this week. I don't blame you. You got a lot in your mind. Well, you know they are uh, ruining the NFL by taking the greatest quarterback in the league of all time out, and you know you just watch, just look at the ratings. No, we have we have better Smash Mouth football now, which I thought you would appreciate. Uh, Apparently, he doesn't. But. I just want to say that I think it's smart. We have a bye week for football coming up, and football is a drinking sport for fans as much as anything else. So Absolutely. In a way, this is the beefcake's bye week. You know? Yeah, it is. I'm still gonna be drinking though. Yeah, yeah, but you're just—you only had two drinks instead of four. Yeah. You know, it's your bye week. Next week, you only get two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, no. don't know him. <laughs> oh man, I, can, I need to get a Vicodin prescription or something. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's next week. Yeah, that's, uh, you don't have to worry about. Do that you have Brett's week. number? <laughs> All right. All right, Professor, your third round. Okay. I got a drink uh, for A.A. Ron Rogers. Oh, uh, actually, Ron. I don't have one drink. I have 12 drinks. Oh. I'm giving him 12 screwdrivers, one for each screw that was screwed into his bone <laughs> after his surgery yesterday. You're, you're, one, you're one short. Oh, was it 13? All right. Sorry, sorry, Aaron. Third one, 13th one's coming your way. Um, you know, if you're not going to be playing football soon, you might as well get wasted. So 13 screwdrivers for you, Aaron. I like that. I'm sure he'll he'll, he'll accept those. Gratefully. I'm, I'm still thirsty. I need another drink. I'm still thirsty. I'm sorry. All right, you guys hold up. I need to, I need to get a Brexit cocktail. All right. Uh, <laughs> I looked this up online. It's made with Broker's Gin, a nice nice London gin, St. Germain, elderflower liqueur, a little cranberry juice, a little lemon wedge. Uh, and I'm ordering a Brexit cocktail. All right. Earlier in the year, you accused me of being cheap for ordering water for the refs. But I was, <laughs> I I was I saving up just saving up my money because I'm buying a Brexit cocktail for every fan who goes to the game at Wimbledon Stadium on wow. Sunday. Because the only thing that can make them forget the disaster that's going to happen to the Cleveland Browns is that disaster of a team getting destroyed by the Vikings is a reminder of the disaster the country's in due to the Brexit. There's going to be some sort of like voucher on their seat. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you give I, I assume like butlers and like white gloves will be serving. Is this is London? We're that talking sounds about. Like that's how they do it, right? That sounds Jeez. like a disgusting, awful, gritless drink. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, the, the Browns are a disgusting, awful, gritless team. To be like 
gritty. Like, I, of course, I want my drinks to be yeah. gritty, just yeah. like me. Beefcake pour is like yeah. uh, like whey powder and concrete in his drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta keep it moving, otherwise it hardens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just being like adding water to gravity. <laughs> Only he and John Gruden drink those drinks. I want a little drinks. bit of crunch in my drink. Yes, you do. All right, Professor Pig, Skin, you've uh, you've ordered two drinks at once. Yeah, someone else like better try. I like it a lot. Now let's uh, go over to Fairweather Fanboy. Your third and final drink. Oh. All right, my third Oops. drink goes to the Green Bay Packers receiving core. Oh, here we go. This was this was a tough one. I had to look this up online. It's the longest drink name I've ever heard. It's called <laughs> A Lonely Island Lost in the Middle of a Foggy Sea. <laughs> That's it awesome. is a rum-based Ooh. cocktail sure. with pineapple. Yeah, and well, they have a better chance of catching a pass from Brett Hundley. If they were on that island in the middle of a foggy sea, because that guy has no vision whatsoever. Oh damn! Oh man, he's coming in super hot. I do like that it's a rum-based drink. I'm interested. Mm. Ooh! <laughs> oh, I almost spit my uh, spit my Brexit cocktail out of my mouth there. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm done. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're getting. <laughs> yeah, better tipsy. better cut me off. That Brexit, <laughs> that Brexit cocktail. Really it's a stiff one. Up. I bought one for him and smashed it all over his freaking face. <laughs> <laughs> you're an angry drunk this week. Uh, obviously. Yeah, welcome to the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to get worse from here. The podcast. Here we go. We got a new the team show. sure as hell isn't going to get better. If the team's performance mirrors your mood, Ugh. oh man. No, I'm I'm digging it. You're I'm going to double down if they get better and get twice as drunk and twice as pissed off. Wow. <laughs> all all roads lead to wasted beefcake. That's right. All roads lead to alcohol. All right. Very good. Let's get out of this bar. Um, thanks again for joining us on Kings in the North. When we come back, we are going to enter four-down territory. Yes. And we've got an extremely controversial topic that yeah. we're going to cover. You don't want to miss Stay it. Stay with us. Kings in the North, we're back. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Rob with an H. We're here with the Beefcake. Yo. <laughs> Delayed reaction from the beefcake. I've had a few. He's been in a daze these last, these last, uh, yeah. last ten. He only ordered two drinks, but he made them double, so yeah, so it counts as four. When All I right. said I was going to the bathroom, I was actually going to the other side of the bar. Puffing glue. <laughs> All right, we're with Professor Pigskin as well. Yeah, hey, what's up? Sorry, man. I guess I'm helping glue, too. After that bar trip, man, oh, man. Oh, man. Also here with the Fairweather fanboy, he's joining us this week. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sober. I, this, this is no fun for me at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's looking at these two in disgust right now. All right. Thanks for joining we us. We are going to venture into four-down territory now. The best territory. Um, one of our favorite, favorite segments. Uh, and this week we have a very, very controversial... Uh, and what I expect to be a very, uh, very explosive um, uh, category, uh, NFL celebrations, right. real NFL celebrations yeah. that have happened. Not our made-up ones before. Not our made-up ones that were funny. They were amazing. Oh, they were good, but these are these are too. ones that have actually happened. <laughs> Touchdowns, sack dances, turn, you know what, whatever. It's all, all it's all greats. fair game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all deadly. It's all Is deadly. It ever? 
All right, so we're going to venture into Ford on territory with uh, NFL celebrations, and by way of random choice by me, <laughs> Fairweather fanboy, you have earned the right to take the number one overall pick. All right, I'm going to take kind of a wild card for my number one. Uh, it is I, my pick is uh, Juju Smith uh, Schuster's oh. hide and seek with uh, oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> it was my favorite. I I usually don't like uh, victory dances, but or or celebrations as a group. But that one just took the cake and it changed my whole view on this. I'm going to take that. Man. And and it also was celebrating getting the job over Martavius Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like double win. Number yeah. one overall. I like that you're kind of a bandwagon fan for uh, for weather fan for celebrations too. Yeah. This is all. Yeah, he is. I will say that's consistent of the of the recent ones. You know, since the, they made the rule, that that might be the best one. That one. It was so really good. It came good. out of nowhere. That's really good. <laughs> all right, good choice. Good choice. All right, Rob with an H, myself. I have the second second overall pick, uh, and I'm going to take one that I feel like has so much historical significance because mm. it isn't specific to a player. It's specific oh. to a team. No. Don't die. Uh. And so I'm going to take the Lambo. God! Go! You. Oh, man. It, it is... It's been around for so long, Ooh. and it will be around for so long, and I knew oh. that... Uh. And I just had to take the. Guys, I had to take it. We got to just go home because it's it's uh, over now. The, the <laughs> beef, right. beef cake uh, is just. I've I'm, never seen him look this. I'm heartbroken. Before. I mean, uh, let, let me just say this, Professor. As much as you despise the Packers, you have to sort of envy that they have a signature celebration like that that the Vikings don't have. I just I think it's a disgust. Really, that the NFL, the rest of the NFL doesn't have. Well, here's what I'll have to say about this. That is a disgusting act. It's a disgusting <laughs> act because it's just it's just an excuse to try to get some Pandering. some some owner quote unquote in the crowd to jerk you off and it's just I think it's a gross <laughs> and it, it shouldn't be shown on TV. There are children. It there worked. are children. Won't anyone think of the children? Won't anyone think of the children? I think uh, I, I think that Packer fans are too drunk to. He's all for children. sure. <laughs> yeah, it is one of the best celebrations, if if not for the failed Lambo Leafs. Oh, oh those, yeah, those are excellent. Oh, man. Yeah. oh, the lineman who picks up the fumble yeah. and then tries it. Lambo Leafs blooper reels slams into the side, yeah. like gets uh, a concussion or something yeah, like that. <laughs> that's that's cool as hell. Yeah. Oh, do you remember so, when someone headbutted the wall after scoring and got a concussion, uh, or like, like sprained their neck? Yeah, John Kuhn. Yeah, the grittiest football <laughs> oh, John, player of all time. I think like a Bengals quarterback did it in like the late nineties too. Oh, that's. Even better, like John Kitten or something. Oh, I don't know. Very intense individual. That's like the worst celebration right there. Giving yourself like a neck sprain. Awesome. That might, that might be next week. Gritty. All right, Ooh. let's uh, let's move on to uh, a devastated beefcake. Well, uh, man, it's really in here. That one that that really hurts, and it kind of knocks my whole board off off keel here. Um, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take one. Um, this is a, a classic celebration that I think is sometimes uh, a lot of people don't know who it was, but it's actually. Joe Horn, oh. the wide receiver, uh, pulling the cell phone oh. out of the goalpost and calling his mom. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Yes. That was on my board. Yes. High up there. That was my number one overall. That's, it was, that's such a good celebration. It's so good. I remember watching it live, and I laughed. It was on Monday Night Football, too. Monday so Night Football. 
Like everyone like, saw it's, the balls uh, to like I'm gonna score tonight and put a cell f- a flip phone, mind you, into like the goalpost pad. He must have done that like during warm ups, like yeah. hours before the game like, started. The level of confidence it takes to be like incredible. I'm gonna put my cell phone here because I know I'm gonna score, and then doing it and calling your mom. God, that was awesome. It was uh, God. It was brilliant. The forethought yes. that was needed is, is so yeah. It's the co- so awesome. level of cockiness is amazing. You think he doubled down and put one under both goalposts? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, not actually. only I've wondered I, that. I, I stayed I bet, up late at night. And I bet he did not only that, but like for the couple games before that where oh, yeah. he didn't score a touchdown, oh, yeah. he definitely did too. Yeah, like he's so. been doing that for six or seven games, waiting to score. So a hey man, why do you got two cell phones? You'll see. <laughs> You'll, You'll see. see. I'm just imagining like a sad Joe Horn after football games, like getting cell phones from the football pads <laughs> after like. like <laughs> Didn't score this week. Someone threw the ball. Yeah, that was legendary. Legendary. Oh man, probably what he's best known for. All right, Professor Pickskin, you have the last pick of round one and the first pick of round two. You know what's coming. Ah, you know what's coming. You got to show there's, there's only one you can do. It was the best celebration of all time. Oh, uh, it one could describe it as. Great cash, homie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Randy Moss, Fake Moon, Lambeau yep. Field. Oh, man. doesn't get better than that. I've already spoken at length about how great of a celebration that is, so I don't need to say anything more other than to say that the fact that I didn't go number one overall is a disgrace, and you should all three be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> You're a disgusting act, you know that? Oh, man. Okay. Now, I'm going to go Ooh. against my better judgment and not take a Vikings uh, celebration, smart. even though they're all great. Yes. Very smart. Yes. There is... Yeah, I know what you're going for. <laughs> and don't think I'm not thinking about don't it. Don't we all? But I have to go with maybe the best like shit talking in your face touchdown celebration of all time. I'm mean, going to one of the the goats, maybe the goat of celebrations, yeah. Terrell Owens. Oh, don't do it. No, no, I'm doing no, it. No, I'm no, doing it. No, yes. no. When Terrell Owens <laughs> caught a touchdown against uh, as a Niner against oh, against the Cowboys. It. Damn it! Uh, and ran to the 50-yard line to the big star in the middle of the field and like held his arms open wide, looking up and like celebrating. Then, this isn't over yet, oh, then incredible. later in the game, Emmett Smith scored a touchdown and did the same exact thing and then like slammed the ball really hard to be like, like fuck you, T.O. Like, this is our star. This is our, yeah. our star. Guess what happens later in the game? T.O. scores again, runs out to the field again, does it the third time, but a Cowboys defensive back followed him and jacked him up, hit him as hard as possible. After the play is over, just like hit him super hard, saying like, "Get out of the start!" Incredible. And you know what happens after that? Uh, Tio just gets up and keeps on celebrating, while Tio's teammates start like getting in a huge fight to protect him. As like they're like he's like just standing there celebrating while like offensive linemen are beating the shit out of this dude. That's it's amazing. <laughs> that's not. That's, it was amazing. That's not one of the best uh, celebrations in NFL history. That's like sports history. That's yeah, it's, in, just incredible. If you celebrated taunted so hard that you started a fight. But you kept on celebrating through the fight. Incredible. That's amazing. That's a good one. That is a good one. All right. Beefcake, you have uh, second round, your pick of the second round. All right. I'm going to uh, – I, I, I want to I get this one because it is high on my board, and I think it might, it might go before my next pick. So I'm going to take – the official dance of the Atlanta Falcons of the nineties. Oh, I'm taking the Dirty Bird, baby. Oh, yeah. oh, that. Yeah. that one. No, <laughs> oh, oh, and it's like 
I, I really want to, one day I want to just like sit down and learn it because it's such a great dance. And it's it, actually not that hard. I've, I've learned it for some yeah, reason. I'm sure, like, yeah. I'm sure it'd take like two seconds, but yeah, it was a coping um, strategy for me. Yeah. It's, it, it's just so, it's so slick. It looks so cool. And like, come on, you can do it for any, you can do it for a first down and it works. Like it's just, it's the coolest. First down. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm big enough to admit that it is a pretty dope dance. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. As is. much as it hurts me. All right. Good pick. Good pick. Beefcake. Thanks. All right. Uh, my pick, my second pick, um, I'm going to take, he's already been mentioned, mm. Terrell Owens. Yes. I'm sure there'll There's be several of these. <laughs> I have like I five going to take, on my big board. I am going to take the time that he scored a touchdown and then he went over, it was a home game, he went over to the 49er cheerleaders yes. and yes. grabbed their pom-poms <laughs> and did the dance and the little routine and everything. I just oh, thought man. that was uh, that was uh, really, really funny and yeah. um Fun, uh, uh, fu- not, yeah. fun, yeah. That's the. We can that's get behind that. A, we can all get behind that. Celebration should be, especially at home. I thought that was a really good celebration to do at home. I think that's one of his first ones too. It's like maybe like the pebble that started the avalanche. Sure. Yeah. So you know, it's like the the Beatles yeah. of not, not, celebrations. Not controversial. Not you know in it's fun. The, in, not in the face of the other team. Just yeah, just fun. Absolutely. In good in good spirit. Absolutely. All right, very good. Now to end the second round and like in the third. Fairweather fan. I got some for you then. I, I'm upset that the the dirty bird was taken. I was going to yes. show my Fairweather fanness by picking the dirty bird. <laughs> I, I won twenty bucks on that game. Oh, I the Vikings. oh, he is a Fairweather I fan. Know. Well, I, I've gotten better. Yeah, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I'm I'm kind of a diehard fan right now, but we'll see how they do. <laughs> This is incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. God. I'm going to have to pick uh, Ocho Cinco. Oh, another goat. He had, an, he had a lot of great ones, but oh the, the one that kind of started it all was putting with the pylon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, he put the ball down, yeah. took, picked up the pylon, <laughs> and he putted. And then he does like the Tiger Woods like fist pump after Yeah, that's so <laughs> great. And and the other players didn't really know what to do, so they they, they signal touchdown again. It's like, is that what golf is, right? <laughs> That's touchdown. how it works. Yeah, right? yeah. No. Uh, putt. Uh. Yeah. No, the only thing that would have made that better is if they did like the the pistol like shot like into the hole or something. Oh, like the, shooter like, the shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a great man. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to start off the third round as well, and I. I was I was looking at a lot of the classics, but I think I'm going to pick a new one here. Okay. And oh, I, oh no! I well, this, not the one you think. Oh. Because they called it Duck Duck Great. I'm not going to do that one. No. I'm I'm not down with that. I'm I'm doing the Eagles with the baseball. That's that's my big thing. I like crossover sports. That's oh, sure, sure. Where they, all the Eagles, everybody gets together. Even Wentz is up there. They go. He's Wentz is always the umpire. And whoever, whoever catches it, whoever whoever scored the touchdowns, the batter, and they throw it, and oh, he gets a home run. That is awesome. I, I'm a fan of it. It's yeah. fun. That's no, cool. That, that's fun. And, that's and that's really one cool. where, yeah, you get the whole team on that, too. Like, that's something that a lot of the older ones, that the newer ones especially are getting more into, is, like, getting the whole team into. Yeah. Super into that. I like to imagine that the whole team was at, at a bar, much like we were just were. And it's like, let's give a good celebration for the team. Definitely. Like, that would be really awesome. And, like, they're getting drunker and drunker, and they came up with that. I like to pretty dope. I like to think it was at like a team meeting. Like, yeah, during the week, it's like okay, the re- wide receivers meet, all right, and then everybody meets for celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we have a celebration yeah, meeting. We got to like, make sure we're doing good. It's yeah, like the it's first thing on the PowerPoint of the day. Like, all right, they bring they bring like, in a chore- choreographer, like, like like a team yeah. choreographer. Fifteen minute is now breakout employed. session. 
That's right. Brainstorm. That's a big part of their big part of their workouts. <laughs> well, cl- clearly, it's working. Uh, yeah. so clearly, they're they're, they're it's hot. getting better and better. Especially with modern science, modern science. <laughs> yeah, the sabermetrics are really playing out on it. Sabermetrics, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, good picks. All right, my third pick. Um, I'm going to take a Viking. Oh, I'm no. Take we knew it was a coming. previous Viking. Uh-oh. I'm going to take a previous Viking quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take yes. Dante Culpepper's yes. roll. Get your roll on. Get your roll on. <laughs> oh, my God, Please. yes. Horrible. It's it, a horribly oh, awesome pick. I love when specific players have their own celebration that they do. I don't know if he was trying to, like, brand himself or something, like – because uh, he didn't start with that initially. It, like, it came later in it was, his career. It was a year or two he? in, I think. I don't remember exactly, but it wasn't, yeah. he wasn't doing it as a rookie. A Vikings historian would be able to tell us when the role. Uh, the I'll, first roll. I'll do some research. I'll get back <laughs> to you. Yeah. The year of the role. The year of the role, yeah. He carried it to Miami, as I recall. Yes, he oh, certainly sure. took the, He rolled down to Miami. <laughs> yes. uh, well, and I just thought it was great. I, I thought it was uh, he pretty, looks like, pretty funny. He looks like a kid playing, like, you know, roll him and roll them as fast as, like what is that nursery rhyme like baker's pan well you know what i'm going <laughs> I have no right. idea what you're talking uh, about again you're no poet <laughs> bake me ah uh, whatever i'll yeah, stop you look it up Please afterwards do. scour youtube all right Cake, your third pick um you know I'll, I'll i like this idea of doing a single player um celebrations and i'm gonna go again back to kind of the uh, late 80s early 90s i'm gonna take uh the Deion Sanders shuffle. Oh, um, whenever he like returned a touch, yeah. returned a pick or returned a kickoff for a touchdown, he'd do like his signature dance into the end zone, and like let me tell you, as a kid, Dion was my favorite player, uh, non-Packer player, and he like that was that was the best. Like he was just so smooth and so, so cool with it. Oh my God, I love I love Dion and that. Time. The dance just signified everything that Dion was about, and it was incredible. Yeah, very good pick. I'm surprised that. It- me too. I am shocked. All right. Professor, end the third round. Take your final pick. I'm, I have two picks left. And honestly, I'm kind of, really? I'm kind of shook. Yes, yeah, my third and fourth. I'm, I'm kind of shook <laughs> here because like, I have like five things on my big board that, I, that need to be lot. picked. There's a lot left. And I don't know what to pick. A lot of talent left on the board. And so I'm going to go with the fact that I, I enjoy celebrations that are mean-spirited. And that really, like, the, the, the more like taunts and celebrations, you know, it's about, it's about like, right. lowering you rather than raising myself up, which is why I picked Randy Moss and T.O. so far. Uh, and this is hard because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave Ocho Cinco off my, off my picks, even oh. though he's a goat. So please, please take some Ocho Cinco after me. Oh, you, right. you don't worry about that. I'm going back to T.O. <laughs> I'm going back to T.O. Uh, because against the Baltimore Ravens, he once scored a touchdown. And the, the Ray Lewis Baltimore Ravens, I should right. say, scored a touchdown and did like Ray Lewis's signature yeah. dance oh, in the yes. end zone, oh. just taunting Ball the hell you. out of like, like Ray Lewis could have killed him. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean that like, oh, he was gonna hit him hard. I mean he would have, he would have had his friends murder him and get yeah. away with it. <laughs> That's a ball. Because yeah, that's a what Ray Lewis does. Right like you taunted a, a murderer. You know that dude. You know he killed somebody. <laughs> And you think it still bothers him, Ray Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Tio is still alive. I honestly am surprised. That's so. That has to go up there. Just it's mean spirited, it's ballsy as hell. I love it. All right. The last one is Vikings related. Unfortunately, it, this one didn't go in our favor. Once upon Ooh. a time, uh, a friend of the show, Hamsburger, brought up 
The Love Boat. Love Boat. And it was a uh, historic moment in Vikings history. <laughs> Great storylines. Uh, and one of the best storylines to come from The Love Boat is uh, a week or two into the season after The Love Boat, after The Love Boat happened, uh, they played, I believe, the Carolina Panthers when one Steve Smith caught a touchdown. <laughs> And sat down and pretended to row a boat as if it was the love boat. And I was mad because the Vikings got scored on. I was mad because we're getting taunted, but I also laughed my my butt off because that's good. One of that's, the all time shit talk. That's it's really like, good. My God. Um. So just just amazing. Ice just amazing. Cold. Ice cold. That's a good one. That's yes. unforgettable. All right, beefcake, your final pick. All right, I um, oh, God, there's so many good ones still on the board, but I have yet to take an Ocho Cinco or To one, so I have to just, I have to get it in here. Um, but what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take Chad Ocho Cinco um, after he scored a touchdown over on the uh, on his bench. Somebody had a Hall of Fame jacket yes. that they drape over <laughs> yes. him, and it says Hall of Fame question mark. And like, you want to talk about a ballsy like. F you move, that's that's about as good as it gets. Like the guy is basically saying, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame. It's just a matter yeah, of when. Yeah, just a matter like, of when. Oh my God. Like that's just incredible. The best part about that one is like afterwards, like Boomer Sizen was like, that's really disrespectful to wear a Hall of Fame jacket if you're not a Hall of Fame. Like just like jerking himself out. He was so triggered. It was great. <laughs> Screw you, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> How many Super Bowls do you win? That's right. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Some boomer size machine. <laughs> All right. Teams All right. that don't win Super Bowl. Oh. No, oh. no one is off limits on Kings in the North. Absolutely not. All right. For my final pick, um, there have been so many good ones that have been chosen that I'm going to be forced to venture outside oh. of football. Whoa. What can and this be? This, now, I'll say this. I wish that this this is more along the taunting sort of All right. lines. And I wish I like that it. it would go over to the NFL, migrate over. <laughs> it is the Sam Cassell big balls. Yeah. Uh, from the Sam Cassell of uh, NBA. Famous and infamous. Yeah. So you make a big <laughs> shot and the other team has to, call, has to call a timeout because of your, you know, your clutchness. And you run down the floor gesturing how large your balls are huge <laughs> underneath your underneath you know in between your legs and you know like basically like huge watermelon size yeah. testicles you're like you're juggling with your arms it, yeah. you got a little hip action going it's absolutely and a it's... lot of players in the nba have done it and now so much so that it's not like an automatic technical, <laughs> like too they gritty tell, they tell refs to look for it it's yeah, too yeah. gritty it's too, too so much i definitely think it's probably the it's the celebration in the NBA sure. that I can think of, at least that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's iconic. Iconic do. as hell. Um, so I got to, I mean, you guys have really killed it in terms of picking all of the ones that I wanted. Like every single one, I had a long list. Bing, bang, boom. So, boom. I, so I, even though I had to go outside the NFL, I, I hope you understand. Um, and if you don't, whatever. <laughs> so, anyhow, let's go uh, finish things off with uh, the fanboy. All right, mine, I was thinking about celebrations that actually had an effect on the game. Oh. So I was thinking. Where this be going? So this is, this is, this is, the Bears had this happen to them earlier oh, this oh, season. Oh, I'm thinking the, uh, uh, I got this celebration oh. where it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to slow down and savor this moment yeah. before this touchdown. Yes. The only celebration yes. that literally affects the game. 
where where safeties oh. or touchbacks come into play. Oh. It's oh. I got this. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's my last pick. Yeah, you slow down and the player runs you down from behind and knocks the ball out. Or or you like actually throw the ball back or something. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Those, those are the yeah. better ones. Oh, well, they drop oh, yeah. on the one yard line. Oh, those yeah. are incredible oh. too. Oh. Oh man, so good. Never has a celebration actually affected the game. Oh as my much. god, yeah, that's well, and those are great. Yeah, like you said, like normally those like they won't even go for like a fumble at the one yard line. They go for touchbacks, and the other team gets yeah, it. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's like the <laughs> ultimate penthouse outhouse situation. It's yeah, it's just it's the breakaway touchdown to like boneheaded like game changing mistake. Yeah, it's the, the Leon Lett. Yeah, Leon oh. Lett. Yeah, that's that's the official name, the Leon Lett. The Leon Lett. Yeah, but yeah, that happens to Bears earlier. It almost happened to the Vikings. They, yeah. We were it was a close one. Twice actually, I think we almost did it. We got a oof. Deshaun Jackson's done it like 5 times or something yeah. like yeah. that. <laughs> you can't stop Deshaun yeah. Jackson from time. Yeah. To oh man, I love that dude. <laughs> All right, that uh, was awesome. All right, some good, very good picks. Uh, uh, call, call in or like send us messages on Facebook or Twitter with uh, your favorite celebrations we didn't get to because there's a lot of yeah, good ones out there. Yeah, that we missed. Um, I don't think we. I think we hit all the really, really good. Ones. Oh, I mean, it's, it's we a strong them. list, but if we miss some. Uh, if we miss some obvious ones. All right, when we return, we are going to take a stroll down memory lane. It might be painful. Please return on Kings of the North. Welcome back to Kings of the North. Thank you so much for joining us. It's already been a wild show. Already having a lot of fun. Here with Professor Pigskin. Oh, the, yeah. The beefcake. Oh, also yeah. here with uh, also here with the, the fanboy. Yeah, I'm catching up. I'm catching up now. <laughs> He's almost on our level. He's yeah. almost on the level. He's still in training camp mode. Yeah, that's right. The Fairweather family. We'll get him there, though. All right. I could probably start for the Packers as a quarterback. Oh! 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 oh. Lo- I hear they're looking for him. Yeah. The, the more you drink, the better you Look, play. Well, we're, we're inviting you back, man. This is, <laughs> this is a great equation. Clearly. All right. Um, now it's time to take a stroll down memory lane. And I think that it's appropriate that this week we go over to the beefcake because at this point you don't want to be living in the present. <laughs> for, for for this week, you know, it's a it's a bye week. I think it's a good time to, you know, you talk about bye week. You talk about uh, going into the film room, checking in on the Absolutely. past games. I think this is a good the week to uh, the nitty gritty and look at. I think it's a good week to go into the past and uh, uh, talk about a game that uh, I was actually uh, got to attend. Um, I'm going to take you actually back a week before this game Uh-oh. that I also got to Uh-oh. attend. Uh, it was week 17. Can we talk about that game uh, only? <laughs> in 2012, and uh, the Minnesota Vikings, on the shoulders of Adrian Peterson, mm. knocked off the Green Bay man, Packers man, to make the man, playoffs. Um, I'm sure it was it uh, one of the highest uh, points in recent memory for the Minnesota Vikings. It was a great day. Sure. AP only nine yards away. Sure, sure. And uh, I was at the game. It was God. a great game, fun, fun time. And then the next week, January 5th, 2013, the 2012 NFC wildcard game at Lambeau Field. Okay. Um, and in the spirit of starting quarterbacks Beef going it. down, thank you. I thought uh, we would talk about um, cr- possibly the best Minnesota Vikings quarterback since Brett Favre, Christian Ponder. <laughs> um, oh. Star quarterback oh. and leader of the 2012 Minnesota Vikings. That's a, you know, that's before a the game, he decided his arm was a little sore. 
Um, you know, he probably didn't drink enough the night before. Uh, Clay and, Matthews uh, cheap shot at him. I'll have his, you know. Morgan Burnett. Um, and he wasn't gritty enough They're to enter dirty. the game. Therefore, enter the one, the oh, only, no. Mr. Joe Webb. I, I think he's still in the league like, as a wide receiver. <laughs> as a wide receiver. <laughs> enter Joe Webb. For like the Panthers or something. I don't really? Know. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look Poss- it up. Panthers possibly. Anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> Joe Webb, possibly the worst quarterback ever to suit up for the Minnesota Vikings, which I, is a feat in itself, I think, right there. It's, um, it's, a, it's a hotly contested title. <laughs> <laughs> and Green Bay's stout defense held Adrian Peterson <sighs> under 50 yards, <sighs> destroyed the Vikings on their way to the divisional round, 24-10, showing that Minnesota will never, ever truly overtake the Kings of the North. The professor, oh. by the way, just indicated the jerk-off splat motion. Yeah, it, it was bad radio on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after such but, – but, Professor, and, and uh, a Fairweather fan, I don't know if you were in, in on at this point, but can you guys just describe, like, the high you had coming off of that Week 17 victory and then just the – like, just what a – like, go, go through that for me real quick. Um. So here's what I'll say, uh, and here's why I'm excited. I'm excited for you because I'm a real fan, and here's what real fans do: they, they talk Lord. themselves into terrible quarterbacks, maybe not being that bad. All right, and Christian Ponder was rough, awful, um, but he had a couple decent games at the end of that year, including that that Packers game where he threw a couple of touchdowns. And so, no, he played, as, he played serviceable. As a real fan, I was like, oh, Christian Ponder's turning the corner right here. <laughs> this is his big break. And we'll go back to Lambo and do the same thing. So when he went him down, I was like, no, uh, he was he had momentum, and now we're going to Joe Webb, who isn't is good. Joe Webb. <laughs> he's, he's, I think uh, he's still a backup quarterback. Uh, let's just Buffalo. Oh, right I, that's what. That's wow, what that's saying something. He's flipping back and forth between positions. Here's what I'll say about uh, about Joe Webb is that he might be a worse passer than Brett Hundley. <laughs> so <laughs> that should tell you. I don't know. I, I I saw some things where I saw Brett Hundley turning the corner. Uh, so week. it was. <laughs> Yeah, and he, you know what? he was facing the wrong way. Though. And you know, I'm proud of you because <laughs> after 20 years of straight Hall of Fame quarterback play, you finally have a chance to become a real fan. You're not a bandwagon fan anymore. You're a real fan because you're talking yourself into shitty quarterbacks. So for the first yeah. time ever, Beefcake's yeah. a real fan. Congratulations. We, we can do this, uh, even with all of our injuries. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, to answer your question, I, I kind of got off topic and made fun of you, and that was mean. To answer your question, it was, it was upsetting because it was like, it felt like like our already low chances because we were on the road, you know, and we, sure. it felt like the week seventeen win was an upset, and so I was like, I already felt the chances were like thirty seventy with Ponder when, when Joe Webb started. I was like, ooh, we got like five percent to ninety five percent. But you got to feel like it was it was. I mean, it was Adrian Peterson that just right the r- whole season. You just basically rode his back. We basically like, needed a two hundred yard game out of him every week, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Packers basically said like, well. Joab's quarterback, so we don't have to worry about passing. Like we can just like have eleven guys key on AP the entire game, and that's what happened, and it didn't end well. Imagine a game like that is very comforting for you in these trying times. Is it not beefcake? I wouldn't even call these trying times. We're only at week seven. I mean, we've got there's so much football left that uh, we've entered. I also denial. yeah the no I like denial. I like how we're even taking I like how we're even taking memory lane and trying to spin it against the Packers <laughs> like that's just that's all Vikings fans do and that's fine like I'm, I've been dealing with with you this my whole life this is a no spin zone you know I mean that that's what Vikings fans do they 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 take their misery and and try to spin it into uh, more Packers misery because misery loves company uh, my friends but you're right though 
It was it was a tough it was a tough game. It was it was probably as hard for me as it was for you when the Vikings beat the Packers in Lambeau Field. Randy Moss, great catch, homie. Great catch, homie. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough game, uh, but as Vikings fans, we kind of expected it. Yeah, like we know what our backup quarterbacks can do, and that's usually nothing. <laughs> the, the, the nice thing about it was that since Ponder got hurt, my hopes weren't up very much, and so. I didn't have the chance for them to crush my heart like the Vikings normally do. Like an expected loss is way better than like a, a heartbreaking last second loss. So in a way, like could have been could, worse. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Do you think that uh, Christian Ponder showed that he was very frail quarterback and that he couldn't, he didn't have the heart to compete? Well, let's just say this: Joab's still in the league, and Christian Ponder isn't. <laughs> there it is. Wow. It strikes me that if you are a Vikings or a Packers fan, and you have a friend who is, you know. The other, the, opposite, yeah. the other, you you always have your go-to kind of like security blanket like moment. A, a nice nookie blanket. Like, oh yeah, I remember when this happened. Yeah. That's a good how one. How bad you felt? You that's can a good one. Go tit for tat. And sure. That's a seems like a common thread amongst uh, Viking and Packer fans. It's part of the charm. All right, very good. Well, thank you so much for sharing that memory uh, and taking a stroll down memory lane. Beat of course, cake. the great game, fun game to be at. Pack and cheese. Get it when you go to Lambeau Field. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna buffalo sauce. Yes, <laughs> buffalo sauce. We're gonna come back and wrap things up here on Kings of the North. Stay with us. I was made for loving you. Thank you so much for joining us on Kings of the North. We're gonna end things now. We want you to come back next week and listen to us because we've got a very we've got a unique game this week for the Vikings in mm. London. Foggy Early. London town. Yep. Early. Nice and early. Get your coffee and uh, cross the pond. Hope you will uh, definitely brec- breakfast drinks. I hope you wrote down all the tips that yeah, those are gold. That our, that <laughs> our panel are... gave you for morning drinks. Here's here's what I'll say. I do hope the Vikings defense goes to Big Ben and, and pisses all over it to get revenge for that Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. Give him what he deserves. Source of all of Big Ben's power. Yeah, I, that's what I'm hoping is happening. Topple it. The, yeah. Top of the regime. Yeah. Harrison Smith just brings it down, tackles it. I think this is this week is one of the Packers' biggest opportunities because it's their bye week. <laughs> Can't lose if you don't play. That's right. That's right. Just win, baby. That's right. Absolutely right. So, just uh, don't lose, baby. A much needed week of rest uh, for the Packers and their fan base and uh, the stock. You could argue though that playing the Browns is kind of like a bye week. It's a, more or less. Yeah. You know what? Mark those words. Oh, oh is be, next I've, week's gonna be. Oh, we may man. be revisiting. Boy, that could be an embarrassing sound clip. <laughs> yes, it could be. Uh, knock yes. on wood. Oh my God. All right, very good. So, for Professor Pigskin, um, go Vikes, baby. Also for the beefcake. Just win, don't lose. And I'm so happy that he joined us this week, and I hope he will rejoin us because we we got along so well this week. Yeah, he was <laughs> debatable. He was great. <laughs> the Fairweather fanboy. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, let's just hope our Vikings knees stay intact this week. Oh That's yeah, man. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you.